Welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. Avatar Tea Time. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up my first name. The Let's first check. Avatar Tea Time. Tea time <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Avatar baby. Cheers. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'm Jess, and I'm here with my husband, Beaver. We are the hosts of Avatar Tea Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just wanted to kind of introduce ourselves, actually, before we get started into the episodes. Um, and this is because we saw that we have some unique listeners. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We have some we listeners have some now. Listeners Even in now. different countries. So. I know. That's <laughs> no. really cool and exciting for us. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to take some time just to introduce ourselves yeah again yeah hello hello <laughs> we are husband and wife um best friends lover of avatar the last airbender <laughs> we uh grew up with avatar the last airbender so it's super nostalgia for us yeah. and yep not fans of the movie not fans of the no. movie no <laughs> the so live action i don't know anybody old. that is oh. a fan of that movie <laughs> but yeah excited for the live action series that will be yeah. coming up you want to talk anything about that are you excited for it or? i'm excited for it um to be honest beaver and i watch a lot of youtube videos <laughs> <laughs> i have a confession a healthy amount. <laughs> a healthy amount. <laughs> a good healthy amount so all the news of the live action series yeah. Seriously. we're always we, on top we of it always, we check it like Literally every day. To see if there's any videos or anything that's been um, released. But yeah, also, we want to also maybe make a plug right now. Yeah, let's make a plug. (laughs) So we have an email. Yeah. um, And we're also just going to manifest that we're going to get invited to like Comic Cons. Let's go. News about the Avatar. (laughs) So yeah, we do have. uh, So there's that where it's like we're we're serious now we have yes. an email but yes. also um we wanted to um leave it as a forum for mm-hmm. people to email us um if they maybe even want to be guests we're like open to anything or if you have questions or if you're like hey in this uh episode we'd love i have always loved this insight or this perspective yeah. and give us a perspective mm-hmm. we'll even highlight it and talk about that maybe specifically because yeah. there's just so many things, there's so many lessons from from this show that, yeah, if you have any questions or insights or just want to email us anything, just don't send anything mean. Please. <laughs> but, Please. yeah, that is avatar.teatime at gmail.com, and T is spelled T-E-A. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, little plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah email us if you have any thoughts or any opinions um yeah yeah i can hear uh, i can hear our dog drinking water oh, in yeah. the background so if you hear dogs barking or or anything like that <laughs> eating, sometimes it's just our dogs so yeah, yeah. Um, we have two of them <laughs> but yeah let's uh, let, go ahead maybe introduce yourself oh, yeah. or you know anybody that might be listening and yeah, so I am Jess. I am Hawaiian, so a lot of my insights do come with a little cultural perspective. Um, I think I explained that a little bit in episode one. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go listen to that one. <laughs> um, but I am a science teacher, a high school science teacher, so I love everything science. A lot of my thoughts, mm-hmm. my outlook on life, really is science yeah i like am constantly teaching beaver everything (laughs) about science (laughs) and we always connect it to just i guess like that's our balance yeah that is our balance for me i'm all Mm -hmm. i love science now Mm -hmm. now that i'm you know ever since i met my wife jess um but i'm kind of more on like the philosophy spiritual side and that's like a lot of my insights you know I, i love boxing and so I love just combat sports and those different disciplines. I love the philosophy that goes behind it. And the cool thing 
I feel like is my love for science is just understanding from just that how they're connected. Yes. Like the Avatar. Like the Avatar. <laughs> you see how I brought that back? <laughs> that's right. That's right. We always do. <laughs> honestly, though, but we honestly, really we do. talk about it. I mean, we said we go on YouTube and watch almost daily if there's daily. any updates. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for the, the live action. Um, yeah. But yeah. If you guys have any any people who might be listening, have any YouTube videos that you've actually even posted yourself or yeah. have a podcast yourself about Avatar Last Airbender, please send that to us. Also to that email. Yeah. We would like, we would love to listen. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Right, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> we're cool. <laughs> let's be friends. And oh, at this time, like, let's also thank our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> at this time. We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> but we do have an Etsy shop. Oh, we, we do, do have, have an Etsy, Etsy shop. shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did just get three sales today. We did. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, thank you. Do, you. do you want to plug our Etsy shop? Yeah, so we have an Etsy shop. Um, there's um, not too many items on there, but we're constantly thinking of new um, designs. It's it's a recent Etsy shop. Etsy, Etsy, whoa. <laughs> Etsy shop. So it's called um, Made by Viva and Jess. So... If you guys want to check that out, we have some Avatar The Last Airbender designs on there. Yeah. So. And just things that we love. Yeah. Science. Science stuff. Fighting, boxing, quotes. Um, but yeah. 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 So cool. check it out. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's jump Let's into it. Let's get into this. So four and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode four we'll and five. We'll be breaking down episode four and five. Yeah. Um, Honestly. Four, yeah. Episode four. Just kind of saying our insights a little bit, just our thoughts and opinions. We really like episode five a lot, so (laughs) we kind of want to go into that one more. Yeah, we can we can breeze through episode four, which is the Warriors of Kyoshi. Mm -hmm. Um, Not breeze through it, but I mean, there's not a ton. We're introduced to to some people, but a lot of it is the same. Is that you see that um, uh, Zuko? And his ship are, are still chasing the yeah. Avatar. Still. And he's still, <laughs> you know, super serious. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Iroh tries to, like, kind of make the mood a little bit lighter. But Zuko just has that one mission. That mission. Which um, I think is so interesting that it opens up to Zuko just, like, so determined. That determination. And so just Aang, who's just, like... I'm out here to have fun and yeah. it just goes to show more about their personalities and um, just Aang's freeness. Right. And I love that it matches truly with the bending, their bending, yeah. their signs, if you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. Oh, I just I did want to mention that it's just funny because there is no strategy to Aang except for wanting to have fun Mm -hmm. and there is this part where they have lost the avatar the firebenders and he just thinks that Aang must be this master of like navigation deception and Mm -hmm. he just takes things so serious and he's his vision and his just logic and stuff is so blinded by him being so unbalanced and being serious. That's so true. And then we go to Aang, who's so unbalanced and so kind of just in his own right. They're like perfect mirrors of each other, just in like, but like main things that are different about them is just kind of how they, their perspective of of life Um, and how, I would, okay, you want to hear something kind of deep? Yeah, I I would say, also like how shame mm-hmm. um kind of comes out in how they conduct themselves correct so sh- the, like shame for zuko just like makes him so rigid and so uh-huh. just like one blinded because yeah. he's just so driven by like just wanting to prove himself and ang just always avoiding any type of responsibility 
yeah is how their shame kind of shows up in a deep philosophical way yes (laughs) yes i love that babe um i 100 percent agree i think they kind of are one um they're well okay i love that this episode purely focused on that yeah like this episode leading up to episode five focus on the fact that um both Zuko and especially Aang is just one track minded yeah. on um, what they want to do. So like exactly what you said, Zuko, just one track mind, get the avatar, get the avatar. And even later on in the episode when he actually shows up to Kyoshi Island yeah. and they have that battle or I guess. <laughs> not really battle <laughs> but um they're fighting um even in his fighting style just everything is just like so one track minded of the avatar and then Aang is just so one track minded on impressing Katara like the whole <laughs> right. episode and yeah. so which is really cool because the next episode um yeah. Kind of dives more into yeah. Dives more into yeah, and it also just shows like from another like deep uh, kind of thing is that like how they're both um, really afraid to go any deeper of to like you know let their minds wander behind below the surface for Zuko mm. and for Aang. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're young. I won't go. Yeah, they're young. Yeah. yeah, and they're just trying to prove themselves, but. Yeah, uh, I don't want to go too deep down that rabbit <laughs> hole, but uh, basically, yeah, they stop uh, Aang and the gang. They stop, um, and Aang just wants to impress Katara, and he starts riding these big, humongous koi fish in the sea um, and gets attacked by something. But you see, yeah, I mean, we can just keep rolling through this episode. So, um Aang is kind of welcomed here into this into this village. Well, first they get captured. Yes, they get captured by the um, Kyoshi warriors. By the Kyoshi that's where we warriors. get introduced. Yeah, that's to where the we Kyoshi get warriors. And they get captured, and they are super. They're being treated pretty hostile. But uh, something interesting is that here on Kyoshi Island, they've been um, the king or whatever mm-hmm. describes to Aang and them that they've been able to stay out of the war. So they're pretty unaffected by the the Fire Nation. Um, and then Aang proves to them that he is the Avatar. And they, they it's called Kyoshi Island. You know, mm-hmm. they really love Avatar Kyoshi, which was a previous Avatar, uh, the one right before Avatar Roku. Um, and once they find out that he's the Avatar, then everybody starts welcoming him with open arms. And they yeah. love him. And Aang's being treated like a celebrity here pretty yeah. much yeah so did you have any insights no, like up to that no. point up to that point um i just it's kind of fun we get introduced to the kyoshi warriors and um we that's our first initial uh introduction to the kyoshi warriors which i was like looking back at these episodes i'm like oh i didn't I forgot that they were introduced season one. I know. Book one. Yeah. yeah. So early on. Yeah. I mean, you kind of forget that when, I mean, yeah, you forget that they were introduced so early yeah. when you're watching like the third season. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then we get um, the whole Sokka and Suki thing. Yeah. Um, which is, again, I was like, wait book one right, yeah. <laughs> he meets and, suki yeah, book and, one and, and suki is one of the kyoshi warriors oh yes yes um so <laughs> mention that and I also mentioned that all of the kyoshi warriors are women yeah yeah so. which i really i mean let's go yeah women. Which is, <laughs> for, right right and yeah so Sokka just is having a hard time because they kind of got bested by this all women pretty much group group militia mm-hmm. or whatever they are they train um and he at first after is super prideful and is just like so what are you guys doing and like he's like kind of spying on them like watching mm-hmm. them and they're like do you want to train um mm-hmm. so they offer to train him and he's like just prideful they pretty much like kick his butt again 
Um, but then the next day come he comes back and he's humble and wants to learn from them. So, yeah, that's the introduction to Suki. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. I really like that part. Um, I really like that part where um, Sokka has to come back um, the next day or later on that day. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember. Yeah. And um, Sokka has to humble himself. And so that's kind of, we learn a little bit more about Sokka, that he's teachable. Yeah. And that he really just wants to learn um, how to be a warrior. Yeah. You know, because like what we've talked about in last episodes, he was the only man in the village. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I'm Mr. Tough Guy (laughs) now because I'm like was the best warrior in my village, you know. And <laughs> the only warrior. The only yeah. warrior. And he's just like, we learn that he's not just a tough guy. He really doesn't have much experience um, from the past episodes. So this episode, um, he has to humble himself. He's teachable and yeah. he's willing to learn from these women. Um, he's made like a few sexist comments throughout <laughs> the series so far, especially in the beginning of this episode. And so, um, let's go woman power. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, they're more than happy, which I'm happy about, um, to teach, uh, Sokka. And I really like this one-on-one with Suki and, um, Sokka where he makes, or she makes Sokka wear the, like, uniform of the Kyoshi yeah. Warriors, <laughs> which has a lot of representation and symbolism in there, um, in that island's culture, mm-hmm. I assumed. Um, and I really like how, yeah, just ev- certain pieces of the warrior outfit is represents um, bravery and honor. Yeah. Which was... Um, really impactful i mean we all nations and cultures have like um i guess symbolism in a lot of their traditional wear and so i thought that was just that was just interesting yeah Yeah, it is interesting it digs a little deeper too makes you feel a little like yeah this is real yeah there's like honor yeah to it also yeah that's awesome and because so um jumping back to like Aang and Katara he's just like trying to make Katara like jealous because the girls in the village are like really all he's the avatar he's Mm -hmm. you know he's the last airbender and so they're just really kind of enthused by him um but like so going back to them we um where are we? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we have our notes in front yeah, of us. <laughs> Going back to notes. them, um, Aang is impressing Katara mm-hmm. by going into the water. Yeah. Which um, I really like that part um, purely because Aang gets bested by this unagi creature that's in the water yeah. and Katara has to save him once yep. again <laughs> Katara's always saving him but yeah i like that they're building that up that really you you can see that there's kind of like this crush this this little feelings for each other and they're they're really like looking after each other and Katara's is like a big um just like foundational like um just uh you can see katara just like is really going to be a caregiver and mm-hmm. love ang and they're going to grow closer um but yeah so with all of that with the whole this whole village loving ang we see that like um news about the avatar being there is starting to spread and it spreads as far as getting back to zuko that he's at Kyoshi Island, and so here comes here comes here Zuko, comes like Zuko. For, for the Avatar, um, quickly yeah. and determinedly. Yeah, and he just comes in. And he doesn't care what he burns in the way. He's like, Mm-mm. he's just burning down this village. Um, and an insight that I had too is like, uh, Aang in this past episode, 
he gets to see like what they what the fire nation did to the airbenders true and but he didn't get to see any of it right but then zuko comes and he's looking for the avatar and is there he's just like flying overhead with appa over this village and just seeing like oh my gosh like it's all burnt up you know like not only are they gonna just like hunt him and does he have this responsibility but now it's just like anyone that helps the avatar who befriends the avatar they run the risk of getting their worlds flipped upside down as well and so that that weighs on Aang really really hard and the thing that I wanted to mention with that is that um Katara that comes up to Aang and says we need to just leave yeah like, and she's like I know that running probably sounds like like the worst thing right now but that's probably the best thing so that that they leave this village alone and you can see it's just so conflicting to Aang because he just has the biggest heart, you know, and he just wants to have fun. And then he is he gets like the challenges of what's really happening in the world. It just like hits him right in the face. I love that. I It's a certain hard reality check yeah. of like, oh, I can't just be praised and had have all these fangirls all the time and all this attention and just fun all the time like um i have a duty yeah i have a duty to the world and oh yeah there's somebody chasing me yeah. who is trying to it's not all sunshine me. and rainbows mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty interesting like so he sees that they burn this village uh-huh right and it's pretty interesting how and i guess are you ready to jump over to the next episode almost oh, okay, almost let's, yeah let's um um i just want to say real quick that um Aang really cares about the villagers still. Oh, yeah, yeah. He flies off on Appa, which then Zuko realizes and sees that, oh, they're flying off. Um, and um, then Aang comes back and he's like, See, they're about to fly off. And Aang realizes that, oh, we're leaving and this town is still on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so he He's like, enough of this. Gets on the unagi and like sprays yeah, the water yeah. all down. And I thought it was so funny because like still the village master or whoever that leader is, yeah. you get a clip of him. And as he's, um, Aang is flying back away um, from them, he's just like, thank you, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like... <laughs> All these people, like, their town got destroyed because of him, but it was just, like, funny because yeah. they're, like, so but, still fangirls yeah, of the right. Avatar. I do have this feeling that um, they understand that, like, oh, my gosh, the Fire Nation, they've been able to stay out of the war, and now all of their people are in, in danger, but mm-hmm. the Avatar brings hope, you know? Yeah, so there's it, that it's hope just, like, they this get. deep meaning. And I'm glad that you brought that up before jumping over because something that I wanted to mention is mm-hmm. that so Zuko doesn't want to lose them again. So he's pulling everybody back out of the village and like, follow them. Let's get, let's be on their trail and stuff. And yeah, when he jumps on the Unagi, it's just like, Aang is like really, he's really dope, you know? And he, <laughs> he like, he masters this huge serpent thing and makes it spray water onto the village. Mm-hmm. But um, not only that, I think that it really built trust with Katara because this whole this whole episode they're kind of going back and forth being kind of really um just kind of dumb to each other yeah. and immature and uh-huh. he's just like trying to get her jealous the whole time but when like push comes to shove and what they were doing is like they were running you know and ang's just like i i can do something before i leave and so you kind of see katara just like um look at ang and just like oh, okay this guy's always going to do the right thing because he stops to to do that and put the the fire out and so she kind of knows where his heart is and she hugs him when he comes back because he couldn't just let the village just burn it's just not it's not who he is like naturally so he you know did what he could before they did really have to run and 
lead the fire nation out of there so i love that yeah i love that um so let's jump over to the next one the next episode episode let's do it okay episode five king of omashu yes this one's dope honestly i remember my reaction and i i don't remember my like full reaction of this episode when i full first watched this but i remember oh. loving this episode i do, I do too i yeah. thought it was so cool yeah <laughs> yeah there was like a lot of things this is like one of those episodes where well okay first of all like okay omashu the king of omashu we're introduced to like the oh okay here's the thing <laughs> oh my gosh so that just happens, right? That just happens in the last episode where this village is on fire right. because of him having fun. They stopped there so that he could have fun and show off in front of Katara. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, they're traveling and they come to another place. And it's like another place that Aang knows from when he was 100 years ago. You right. Know? And so he's like, this is Omashu. It's this great earthbending city. And the thing he wants to do is just go in there and have fun mm-hmm. but at least this time he he goes in like disguised like an old man yeah so they're not <laughs> expecting the, the avatar at all and by this time who knows maybe the the word has spread to even omashu that the avatar is alive so yeah mm-hmm. they i mean he just got this other village in trouble and now he's just like ready <laughs> to go into this uh this earth like kingdom, kingdom. and mm-hmm just have fun again yeah so we're introduced to that but yeah yeah um i love that we are introduced introduced immediately in the very first part not the very very first part but he's like this is the city of omashu and then um it's like super big and great and katara and Sakura are like oh i've never been like to place like Sakura's like Oh, they have like houses and they don't melt and like all this stuff. Yeah, it's their first big city, I guess. Yeah. And then we get into, um, like there's the security is checking somebody and we get introduced to oh, yeah. the cabbage Let's man. Go. The cabbage man. That's our first look at the cabbage man. My cabbages. <laughs> I remember saying that so much as a child. I know, right? Like so many, like random points, yeah. like yelling it out in the field at recess. Yeah, everybody, everybody. Um, yeah. They, we get introduced to him, and they need to in the, the live action if they show Mashu, which I feel like they'll have to, right? Yeah. I bet. They I better make so. it dope because it's just this dope. The <sighs> Earthbenders are like, I mean, it's it only makes sense that they would be good at like building stuff and right. yeah, moving, you know, That's Earth true. to make these grand cities. cities and stuff. So they better they better make it dope, but. Yeah. That's all we have to say. They better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so at this point, um, Aang is telling Katara and Sokka about Omashu, and he's like, I had a friend here. And so it goes into this flashback, and it shows his friend. His name's Boomy. Um, and uh, you kind of see that they're both kind of just these, like, don't think things through, just want to have fun kids like yeah i mean in this flashback this kid reminds me a lot of ang they're kind of like the same so yeah i really like um so they get through the security he's dressed up mm-hmm. as mr pipsit pad <laughs> 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 yeah, i name. don't know i don't know if that's right but that's what I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. Pips and pad, Alopagus. yeah. <laughs> and um, Aang is like, look at this. Like, they have this, like, the best delivery system ever. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it goes into that flashback. And yeah. I, like, um, like you said, is that um, Boomy is kind of this, yeah, this kid who's just um, a lot like Aang. But what makes him different and i think is really goes into play into this episode is that um boomy says something and he's like a teacher of ang yeah he's like ang is just like oh my friend boomy like he he always taught me i don't remember what ang said specifically but i remember what boomy says 
um, is that he says to Aang, instead of seeing what they want you to see, what they want you to see, <laughs> which I was like, yeah. ooh, this is kind of deep. This could right. go into everything, <laughs> just systems in general. But yeah. um, instead of seeing what they want you to see, you got to open your mind to the possibilities. Ooh. And it just goes like, I feel like that line kind of introduces us to this boomy character where you need to have an open mind mm -hmm. of life and yeah. all the possibilities of life like you're Ooh, not trapped it. into this like yeah. system Ooh, uh, you're okay, not trapped <laughs> into, okay, the, Jess, <laughs> into this box yeah. and so i mean it was a childlike version of it of Boomy introducing this delivery system, this yeah. crazy cool delivery system of um, um, at the city of Amashu. But yeah, because yeah. it goes into show like that's how he teaches. He teaches Aang um, and what Aang's learned from him from the later in that episode. Right. And then and that stuck with him. And that has stuck with yeah. him. That has stuck with him. That's awesome. I think that. It's really cool insight and a and a really cool friend yeah. um, that Aang Aang had, mm -hmm. um, and then Aang calls him Boomy. You're a mad genius. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, they it. end up riding these um, carts. It, these carts. Yeah. These like that carry mail, carry just kind of packages all over the city, and it's all done by earthbending. And they start writing it. Mm -hmm. In this flashback, they start writing it down um, mm -hmm. because it's all like they earth bend it up to where it needs to go. And then they use gravity to have it go to anywhere lower in the city. Um, science. Yeah. <laughs> science, exactly. <laughs> and so um, they're on the top and it, it comes back to like present day with Katara and Sokka. And he's like, okay one just one ride and then we'll be on our way um and so he wants to just kind of do what he did when he a hundred years ago he's still a kid but ride these this mailing system these carts that are earth uh down and just have fun and he's like that's my airbending promise is we'll just do it one time <laughs> and we'll go um, but yeah so while they're riding down are, are we at this point where, where they're riding down Mm -hmm. so they're riding down and then you see this other cart coming behind them and it has like these sharp spikes like sword mm -hmm. spear things on them and you you get the the notion that they've been found out because he's still wearing his disguise right well he's wearing his disguise and as they go through the doors one of the security guards notices that momo's ears comes out of his oh, like so do you think it little was the disguise guard? it could be the, the guard but at the same time because okay when i was a child uh, yeah. <laughs> when i was a child uh -huh. i always thought it was like oh those spears they like the security came in told like put those spears on the shoot to go attack yeah. them yeah no i don't think oh i, I don't know so. watching it again i i thought so i was think? like as a kid and if you still think so then that's great but when well, not i was the security but they just knew that they were trying to capture these kids yeah so that's why they sent the shoot of well oh, I, I have a theory so you think it's yeah. the guy the guard that no i don't it. think it was the guard i think it was just like it's just so happens that they were riding because they what they saw where it was this like other cart full of all these sharp pointy weapons and i thought it was just by um coincidence oh this watching time? it again oh, yeah really? but when i was a kid i was like oh my gosh it's yeah. like somebody they're getting attacked you yeah. know <laughs> well I, I yeah i think they are i think it's very okay. intentional okay i have a theory oh tell me i think it's somebody that is test are like trying to they they know that he's there. Uh, they know that he's there, I'm and sure. I, I I'll tell you who I think it is in a little bit. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's yeah. So anyways, okay. so they're they're running away. Um, I, they've been found out pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, and they get captured, and yeah. Long story short, they they finally get captured, 
and they get brought b- before the king. And not sure. before they get brought to the king does we see another shot of the cabbage man. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. And so while they're, like, running away from this uh, other cart that is trying to stab them or whatever, uh-huh. um, they go through a pretty wild ride through the city, and they're, mm-hmm. you know, Aang's just using his airbending to, you know, jump the courses and uh-huh. uh, jump the track and... Eventually, go through houses and yeah, <laughs> yeah, they Ru- get ruins a cabbage man. Yeah, that's like where it's just like so funny when you're a kid. Yeah, first of all, like when he was outside of the gate, he gets his cabbages ruined, uh-huh. and then they run into him and break his whole cabbage cart again. So, yeah, the cabbage man, shout man. out to the cabbage man, shout out, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so we see that, and then they get captured, and then they, they get, get brought taken. before the king of Omashu. Yes. Um, so yeah, you want you you jump into to that one there. Yeah. In front of the king. Okay, so in front of the king, um we shortly get to understand that this king is kind of loco. Yeah, he's <laughs> wacky. He's a little wacky. Um and Qatar makes this like comment that maybe his crown is a little too tight. Like <laughs> like we're starting to notice these like weird things that he's saying or doing mm-hmm. um obviously watching it back we're just like oh, oh, oh this guy <laughs> he's yeah. just playing with it yeah. <laughs> he's just like um yeah he's a lot smarter and so um ing's disguise of course is off and um this king is able to recognize or ins- look at Aang for who he truly is. He's not Mr. Paddleopic Paddle of yeah. mm, Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but um they the king essentially throws him a feast and at this feast, um he He's just make, questioning Aang. Yeah, he's questioning like, Aang. So where are you from? Where? where did you say you're from again? Kangaroo Island. Yeah. Yeah. And um um then Boomy Oh (laughs) (laughs) Let's just let's just jump to it. Yeah, let's just jump to it. Basically the king of Omashu is Boomy, his friend from the flashback. Mm -hmm. Um when they were both twelve years old a hundred years ago. Right. Um yeah, well, let's just say, so he, yeah. so he's this old, crazy man. I mean, you guys Aang, all know, right? Yeah, we all know, <laughs> and uh, Aang doesn't know who he is at all, mm-hmm. um, but he's just asking him, and then he throws a drumstick at him, and Aang stops it with airbending, and so he's like, this is the Avatar, and you, I don't know about you, but I remember that when I was watching it, I had no idea that that was Boomy. No, I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. I mean, he looks so crazy you know and he's just like this he just seems like he's kind of lost his marvels old man type Mm -hmm. of thing which is so funny because it's just such a front and he is just such a mad genius like he just looks like anybody he's just like this crazy old crazy old man hunched over man that's Mm -hmm. what he looks like um but yeah so we know that that's him but jumping back so he throws them the feast and then he puts them in like this nice chamber and when Aang wakes up the next morning uh he's he's woken up by an earthbender and um he uh he notices that Katara and Sokka are gone mm-hmm. and he's like where are my friends um and he's like King Boomy says that or he just says the king says that <laughs> uh, if you pass like three tests that you can have your friends back Mm-hmm. And so he goes, and yeah, boom, oh, boom, this king. Let's who, call yeah, him King, king Boomy. Boomy. Um, he he's putting him through these three tests, and the thing that I like about this is that, um, you know, it all comes together at the end of the episode of who Boomy is, yeah. But when you're watching it, you're like, what is this guy's angle? Is he bad? Is he good? Is You know what I mean? Right. He's putting him through um, very dangerous tests. But then when you look back in hindsight, after you realize it's booming, it's like he's just trying to train Aang and have him think different. And yes. Approach problems with a different mindset or just because um, Aang keeps trying to just like 
do things like that he's like to so he's going through these three tests that's that boomy's putting him through and he keeps trying to approach it like an airbender mm-hmm. and uh boomy's just like saying like you're gonna keep trying the obvious ways like he just is trying to make him be innovative and approach um you know just obstacles in a in a different way yeah mm-hmm. i love it i think um, um well even like um sock and katara they be they're captured and um they have this like creeping crystal ring yeah. called like gemma night or something like yeah. that and we come to understand that actually it's not that bad but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but um so ang is just like flustered because he's like gotta do these challenges and hurry up like he's gotta hurry hurry Cause it's spreading because yeah, yeah these crystals are spreading all over their body and he's like worried that therefore um they're forever gonna be stuck mm-hmm. in these crystals if he doesn't hurry or they're gonna die yeah. if he doesn't hurry and so i really like this first challenge because ang needs to get this key in this waterfall and they're all in in this underground cave and there's stalactite coming all around them yeah um and exactly what you said baby um like ang is trying to go in um uh, as an airbender like he's going in from all these sort of angles um approaching this waterfall and boomy's like oh you're just gonna keep on going heads first like oh that's not gonna work and then he is able to get the key from using one of the stalactites to uh break through the waterfall Mm -hmm. and then pins the key above the king's head so he has to use like that was like one of his first intentions like oh diving head first it isn't working you know yeah. like yeah so boomy's kind of just like kind of coaching and that's like the a sign of a good coach i think is that he's just like not giving ing the answers he but he's like he's like answering him as he's as ing's working it out and is maybe like giving him little hints to take different perspectives asking mm-hmm. him questions and but as the as the viewer you don't know that he's king boomy of yeah, course so you're you more seeing it as like oh he's just like making fun of him he's crazy. he's yeah. crazy yeah yeah um, the second challenge was another one where he had to um think outside of the box I don't really remember the second. Oh, the second challenge, he had to go get his pet Flopsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Uh he has to like, and he's like, oh, this, the the name of his pet is Flopsy. So Mm -hmm. he's thinking some cute little rabbit bunny looking thing. And then quickly they get chased on this like monstrous sort of animal Mm -hmm. chasing. And then Aang is like calling Flopsy and Flopsy and he keeps on like running away from him. And then he's like. Oh, I think it's like starting to be like think outside the box, yeah. think from a different perspective, and so then Aang is like, turns around, is like, Flopsy, <laughs> yeah, to the big monstrous the, thing, uh huh, yeah. and then we learn and, that, yeah. Did you let the? There's a bunny, like the small, cute little bunny that mm-hmm. you, okay, yeah, 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 and so he passes that test. Um, I know that we're not doing great at explaining really like what these <laughs> tests are but they're they are like dangerous they are yeah and as a kid i remember i was like oh my gosh ink has to hurry like you feel kind of like this anxiousness to yeah. it yeah you, know? you do you really mm-hmm. do and that uh the gemini or the crystal rock it you you see as time goes on and he's in the different tests that it's even more spread on Katara and saku's body and yeah so the third one the third one's freaking dope yeah the the third test is funny he so he's like your final test is a duel and he brings uh two like warrior looking dudes out and they look crazy like they have weapons they look like they're skilled you know like um assassins pretty much but yeah so they're all like 
they're all done up, have, you know, weapons, all this stuff. And he's like, whoever you point to, that's the person you have to duel. And Aang's like, huh. And I think that goes to show, like, he's trying to think outside. He's thinking outside the box, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just like, any. you said anyone that I point to. And so it shows uh, the old man and those two other warriors. And he's like, uh. And then he points at the, the king. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think that was all purposeful. Yeah. Oh, Do yeah, you think absolutely. So? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that he knew that he was going to choose him. And right away, he was like, he was like, that's a mistake. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. wrong. And he's like, and something that I thought was pretty cool. So he takes off his, like, he, he chooses the old man, the king. And he's just like, big mistake. And so he takes off his, like, his cloak or whatever. And you mm-hmm. see he's actually jacked. He's so big. He's huge. And he's like this yeah. super powerful looking dude yeah yeah he's like oh he, and he's like i'm you thought i was a frail old man yeah. <laughs> it's kind of creepy too because like he he's like all hunched over in his cloak and stuff and then mm-hmm. when he takes his cloak off his like back is like cracking as he like stands straight up straight up. <laughs> and he's just this huge ripped old man um and something that i thought that was interesting he says i am the did you get that part too where he uh when he takes off his clothes, oh, he's yeah. like, I'm the most powerful earthbender that you'll ever see. In the whole kingdom yeah, or, whole, yeah, yeah, or ever meet something, or something like that. Um, and so this is like really oh, a, a this dope. Is so this is so, such a cool display of earthbending. So he's an earthbender and they start dueling. And yeah. Yeah. What were, what were you going to well, say? Well, I was just like realizing like this is the first episode we see Earthbending. When oh, we go into true. the city of Omashu, um, because in the Kyoshi Warriors, they don't really use Earthbending. Um, they, what they do as warriors, they use the defendant's power to, or like the, def- not the defendants, but the opponent's um, strength yeah. against them. So they're very like kind of jujitsu sort of martial arts. arts. Yeah. They're not, they're non-benders. They're yeah. non-benders. And so, yes. When but it's we, not the first time. Oh, it's not? Well, I mean, in this episode is the first time we see earthbenders, but remember the guards at the gate. Are well, yeah, that's what I mean is yeah. like, this is our first time in the books, um, in the book, like we see uh, actual yeah. earthbending. Yeah. And so we go into the city and at the city is when we see earthbending and it's really cool. It's like, it's very systematic in ways of their yeah. earthbending. Um, and then we go and see like a battle with, earthbending so it's just like oh it's so good it's so good and the king like yeah just like it is so good i i don't think that the creators could have made it cooler and and remember we were reading and for maybe the listener listener you know this but or maybe you don't know this but all of the bending is actually fashioned after a real martial art Mm -hmm. um do you remember earthbending I don't right off. I don't either. Yeah, we'll have to look it, it, it up. It's like they have it. like a very low and strong base. Um, yeah. It's very powerful, that, that martial arts. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll look it up and, and talk yeah. about each uh, martial art. But So he's fighting this dude, um, and they're like kind of talking. They're having like this dialogue uh, back and forth. And what I really like about uh, this fighting too is that the, uh, the earthbenders pretty much – forcing Aang to be offensive. True. Yeah. He, you you think so? Yeah. I yeah. think that um he's trying to teach Aang he, he's trying to teach Aang a lot of stuff, but like you can't just run. You know, you can't right. just run. You have to actually face things and that's kinda seems to be like yeah. a trend with like earthbenders. They're very like strong and powerful. And realize that there's like you can't just be a defensive fighter right yeah, you have to well um and why i think that is because we start to see that boomy is really powerful and the blows he makes to ang is like like it could really ang's really having to dodge and weave and yeah. like do his best and 
<laughs> Boomy, on the other hand, he's just like sending out these rocks like in a dance in like yeah. very fun ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Aang is really having to like move and get out of the way. And in order to make any sort of like blow yeah. so that Boomy can stop showing being offensive yeah. is he has to. He can't just be defensive and be like a counter fighter. Yeah. He has to be very well. Like yeah, counter fighting's not just being defensive though. True. It, yeah, true. It, he has to just like have a balance of it because counter fighting is being able to use your opponents. use your opponents like their aggression and weakness kind of to turn it into you being offensive right so it's 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 a balance of just like really going into the other without having to like think about it it's like you know yeah it's like the whole like we're watching this something about uh uh, Musashi Miyamoto. Yes. <laughs> this, uh, Japanese samurai. This Japanese samurai. And like what he talks about is no mind. And yes. basically he talks about how like you need to have practiced so much getting off on a tangent. No, go for it. I like Where it's this. like you can just do things without having to think about it. And I think that's what, not that uh, King Bumi is trying to t- tell him not to think about it, but. He has to just approach things in a different way. Sometimes he can't just always be so predictable. Right. And That's something he did say. Mm-hmm. Boomy was like, oh, your uh, bending is so predictable yeah. at first. Yeah. <laughs> and it really is. It um, is. He has to really... Um, um, the strategy. Yeah. He has to ha- go against... And I mean, we find out later that earthbending is just totally opposite of airbending, right? Yeah, that's true. He has to think differently, and he finally does, and he comes out on top and and stops him. And then he's like, I want my friends back. As, like, the the, uh, Gemini is, like, starting to almost engulf their whole body. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, well, you got to answer one question. And they're like, he's like, that's not fair. You said if I pass these three tests... He's like, you gotta say who I, what my name is, and, um, yeah, and then it goes back to like, oh, like, I know who this guy is. Yeah. And still at this point, when I was a kid, <laughs> I still didn't know. Like, who is <laughs> I was like, what? What? Who? How is he gonna know who his name is? Like, I was like so stupid. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> but but yeah i love how they like bring it together i also love that if anybody else was fooled i would also love if you let me know you weren't the only one one. i definitely did not know what i was (laughs) because i was just like when okay so he finally figures it out that it's his friend from the flashback it's Mm -hmm. boomy and he's now the king um, which is like also another tangent we can go into because I saw this video um, on YouTube about like saying like how is how did Boomy even become the king and they they broke it down that he's like not royalty really? like did he take over did like what happened well, how did they him? not yeah. know that he was royalty well I I think that they said something I'll have to watch that again but anyway yeah, yeah we find out it's Boomy I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So they were both shocked and just like whoa it's booby like dang that is so cool that they put it together like that um and you see that boomy was just trying to train and help aang the whole time and one thing that he said that i really loved is he said well done avatar you fight with much fire in your heart and yeah. i think that's what he was just trying to also see you know like he wanted to see that that aang could step up to the occasion but also he's just like happy that it's like okay like there is hope mm-hmm. back in the world with the avatar here he he's gonna make it happen like he's gonna um and basically he just lays it out for Aang. and is this the first time that um somebody like basically tells Aang that he's gonna have to defeat the fire lord yeah he's not like this aware is a really that, good right? one no well i mean 
maybe he they, knows he he's aware. Balance. He know he knows he needs to restore balance. I think he's aware that um that they need to eventually defeat the Fire Nation. Essentially, I mean, there's like that vibe. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it's like clearly said. And this is the first time we hear from King Boomy yeah. that it's like what he says is um. It is your duty to defeat Lord Ozai. You'll need to master all four en- elements. Yeah. And so, yeah. And defeat and you know what's really Lord sad? Ozai. <laughs> you know, it's like almost, it's like, there's like like a lot of parts that get me emotionally. Uh-huh. But then when he's like, oh, it's good to see you, Aang. And then they, mm-hmm. you know, they finally realize and then they give each other this yeah. big hug because they were friends a yeah, hundred years ago. That's sweet. Um, But then something that was like really like, I guess where it's just like he's warning him. He's like giving him this foreshadowing. Basically, he's just like, you have a lot to learn. And he's like, the the world has changed. And the, the world has changed in the past 100 years. That's true. And so he's kind of setting it up. And I think that's why he put him through. I, I really do believe that's probably why he put him through all these tests is because he's just like, I need like he needs to know that he. And I wonder how the next episode goes because maybe Aang starts taking it more serious maybe. and not just visiting these places to have fun, but he's just like, you got to get ready. You know, you mm-hmm. got to defeat the Fire Lord. Yeah, I don't remember how the next one, and I'm, I'm excited for next week yeah. um, to watch it for sure. Um, yeah, it makes me think like, um, did Boomy know that Aang was the Avatar at this point? Well, okay, so... The, oh, you know? Yes. <laughs> Well, oh, I mean, he knew when he, he knew no, he was no, no. Avatar, at, probably. at this point, but I mean, like back in when that flashback happened, yeah, did he know that he was the Avatar? Oh, you know, maybe. And before Aang ran away because he found out that he was the Avatar and it was so much of a responsibility, right? Did he even like when they were just friends and hanging out? Did he? Yeah. know that he was the avatar yeah that's a good and question he must have just made that inference that he was the avatar at that meeting i'm assuming so yeah. wow yeah so yeah oh what was the what was that one point i was gonna make oh oh yeah okay just kind of just really briefly is that with the uh when they were writing the carts down and mm-hmm. you see the spears and the other cart coming oh, yeah, towards yeah, yeah, them yeah. i think I have a theory that I think that was Boomy. I think he that knew. That sent down the. Yeah. And I think that was he, like was, he was just like, he just need to, needed to make them feel like they got captured and see what they were going to do. Uh, yeah. Because he knew he was going to put him through these tests and stuff. And he was just. Ooh, I yeah. see that. That's smart. I want to agree with that then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good theory maybe yeah maybe. that's just my theory is that it was boomy and he kind of orchestrated and i mean you, that, whole thing. that was like the first thing he said in the flat or the thing that he said about boomy in the flashback is he's a mad genius and so he he's like really genius. really smart and you'll even mm-hmm. get to find out later in different episodes that he's very tactical and smart um that's how even the the end and ending ends yeah. <laughs> ending of this episode uh-huh. with that last line where um boomy's like um talking about defeating how you'll have to master all four elements and defeat the fire the fire lord um lord ozai and he's like and when you do i hope you think like a mad genius yeah and you'll need momo too oh uh, yeah and who and do he's you like think Momo is? Yeah, <laughs> we we broke down last last week who we think Momo is, and yeah, I think that's a great place to end this one. Is just saying that he'll have like he hopes that he thinks like a mad genius. Yeah. yeah. Wait, real quick though. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Go ahead if you have other points. For sure. Um, something that I thought was really funny is all the little jokes. I mean, these past two episodes, they were a lot more fun, I think, because um, we didn't have so much Zuko um, flashbacks to Zuko where it was just like determination, like get the Avatar. We weren't learning so much about um, Zuko so much. We were really learning about Avatar and the gang, Aang and the gang. And so um, it was a lot of 
funny parts to it it was super funny and a lot of random little jokes like especially in this last episode episode five um there's all these like little jokes (laughs) like the um Oh, Kangaroo Island, you say? I hear that place is pretty hopping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, um, um, Sokka is like, um, oh, he's an earthbender. His name must be Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stupid little cool. comments like that that are so, like, they were so They're like funny. pretty much like dad jokes. Yeah, they're yeah. dad jokes. But did you notice always in the background in like the, the like, there's like a like a silence and then all you hear is like like cough cough uh, in the background that. that's hilarious it's always in like the, when there's a joke made throughout these like i think just that last episode yeah. episode five so i thought it was funny because i was like oh my gosh maybe i'm just a dad joke like lover yeah. <laughs> but yeah awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you have any? No, that was my okay, last one. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's uh, episode four and five. Those are cool. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you for have listening. Great week. Message us, message us. <laughs> See ya.